0: This is the Curious Human Podcast, and I'm so happy you found your way here. I'm your host, Rochelle Taylor, and my intention with this space and each episode is to weave together impactful insight, storytelling, and in-depth conversations that provide you with the tools to support your evolution, to understand your nature and the nature of others, and connect with other open-hearted and curious humans navigating their humanness in different ways. Here you'll hear from me, a type seven, eight wing, alongside other types, thought leaders, and impactful voices, and we'll talk about all the things that inspire you to step into an aligned and expansive expression of your life. Things like the Enneagram, embodiment, health, spirituality, psychology, wellness, and creativity. I believe you were put on this earth just as you are with your own unique nature, story, lessons, and infinitely curious spirit by design. So together, let's nurture our curiosity, unearth our potential for evolution and growth, and support each other as we try our best to navigate this wild ride called life. Hi, Curious Human. After a much-needed winter break, I am back bringing you part two of season two of the podcast in the year 2002, and oh man, I have been doing a lot of reflecting and gratituding. I don't think that's a word, but I'm going with it. And well, I'm just so happy that you're here and that we get to share this time and space together. It feels like we're in this really transformative period and moment in time. Time And I truly believe that if you want to help heal the world, the most impactful thing you can do is start healing yourself. That is why I am so stoked because today I am sharing the healing goods with you, my friend, because the Enneagram is one of the most potent healing frameworks I've found as a curious human on my spiritual path. And no matter if you know a lot about the Enneagram or if this is your first time hearing about it. I know you'll take away some sweet nuggets of insight from today's episode. I can honestly say that every time I take time and space to learn something more about the Enneagram, so we're gonna touch on the basics today, but know that it's a really in-depth framework and I consider myself a forever student of it. But when I come back to this wisdom, it always positively impacts my relationships, my work, or informs my healing path in some way. Truly, the Enneagram has helped me step into being a better parent, a better partner, and a better person. This radical self-awareness has provided an understanding of and awareness for my recurring patterns and compulsions that are ultimately keeping me stuck and unable to step into how I actually really want to feel. And knowing and understanding this ancient spiritual framework has truly changed every relationship in my life because the Enneagram sees you with words and words have the power to change you. Words also provide the necessary space to approach the unlovable bits of yourself with more kindness and compassion. Knowing I'm a seven helps me meet myself as the sometimes unreliable scatterbrain who says the wrong thing really loudly with more kindness and compassion. It allows me to know that I'm a seven, doing my best in a stressful chapter and knowing that these shadow aspects, these lower levels of health are actually here to teach me something about my path to healing and my path to growth. And I've been teaching this potent framework for five years now to hundreds of curious humans and I've seen it create shifts and space for so many others as well. And if during this information-packed episode, you're thinking, oh, I wish I could write this down or like see this visually, I have a really great accompaniment to this episode, my free Enneagram self-typing guide. In this beautifully designed 18 page guide, I walk you through how to find your type and have included an overview of all nine of the Enneagram types. So you can start to recognize yourself and others and start to unlock this radical self-awareness within this potent framework. You can find the self-typing guide at RochelleTaylor.com. And I'll also throw the direct link in the show notes and you can download it there okay let's dive in what is the Enneagram so the word Enneagram means a nine-pointed shape in constant motion and most often when you hear about the Enneagram what people are actually referring to is the Enneagram of personality which uses the Enneagram shape to illustrate nine different psychological strategies for navigating the challenges of being human and illustrates the spiritual pathway for each of the nine types to heal, grow, and expand into a more embodied experience. Each of the nine types that we reference either by their number or by their archetype is defined by their motivation, avoidance, and emotional vice. For example, I am a seven, sometimes called the enthusiast or epicure, and sevens are motivated by the need to be happy and avoid pain, and it's fueled by the emotional vice of gluttony. So by nature, I'm optimistic, seek variety, and I'm able to overdo anything. And I literally have overdone many, many things in my time here in this human experience. My strategy as a seven for navigating life has been to stay planning, stimulating experiences that is ultimately a strategy to avoid pain that I deeply fear, but you probably wouldn't know it. Unless you're really close to me. Understanding this about my nature, about my innate way of being in the world, gives me the radical self-awareness to wake up to how these patterns are unconsciously happening underneath the surface, beneath my conscious awareness. There's this really great quote by psychologist Carl Jung, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. The Enneagram is this incredible tool that helps you make those patterns conscious. And once these patterns are conscious and you combine that with awareness that comes through embodiment work like breath work and meditation, that awareness hopefully can help me catch myself. And from that space of catching myself before the pattern of my sevenness, takes over, within that space, before I react in my typical type pattern, there is a possibility of choosing a different response. What I've witnessed to be the most potent within the Enneagram are these tidbits of wisdom that you can see yourself in. An aha moment that changes everything. It's a simple sentence or two that unlocks a truth you've never seen and awakens a whole new level of self-awareness. The good news is this radical self-awareness is the first step to getting you unstuck from those self-sabotaging patterns of your personality and creating the space required for you to be able to choose a different response than your typical one. And these ahas of Enneagram work seem to be never-ending. I feel that every day I'm discovering new ways that my sevenness is literally steeped into everything I do, how I run my business, how I love my kid, how I am in a relationship with my partner, everything. In all aspects of my life, I am a seven. So understanding my sevenness helps all aspects of my life. Before I give you the nine types in brief, because now I'm sure that you've heard about the seven, you're like, I want to know about all nine. I do want to offer a caveat that this work isn't for the faint of heart and that the Enneagram offers a full description of your type, including the less desirable or shadow aspects of your nature. So knowing your Enneagram type is a powerful potent thing that allows you to see the patterns and predictable ways that you navigate your life. The nine Enneagram types are type one, the improver, Ones are dedicated and idealistic by nature. They're motivated by a need to be good, to improve, and to avoid fault. The type two is the helper, the giver. Twos are caring and giving by nature, motivated by the desire to be loved and needed and avoid acknowledging their own needs. Type three is the motivator. Threes are success-oriented, hardworking, and image-conscious by nature motivated by the desire to be, or to appear to be, successful and to avoid failure. Type four, the individualist, is sensitive, expressive, and moody by nature, motivated by the desire to be understood, experience their feelings fully, and to avoid feeling ordinary. The five type is the quiet specialist, and these types are curious and perceptive by nature. They're motivated by the desire to gain knowledge and to avoid relying on others. The sixth, loyal skeptic, is committed and security oriented by nature. They're motivated by fear and the need for security. The type seven, the enthusiast, is adventurous and seek variety by nature, motivated by this need to be happy, planning, stimulating experiences to avoid pain. The type eight, the challenger. Eights are powerful and commanding by nature, motivated by the need to be strong and to avoid being weak. Type nines, the mediator. Nines are easygoing and accommodating by nature, motivated by a need to keep the peace, merge with others, and avoid conflict. I actually like the peacekeeper um, is my favorite uh, archetypal name for the nine type. And so those are the nine types and whichever one of those types is your dominant type you are born with that dominant type. So you are born with an inclination towards one of these nine temperaments that can be witnessed as early as 18 months and you stay your type your whole life. But it doesn't put you in a box. So, so often people will say, oh, I don't like, you know, personality typing systems or things like that because I don't want to be put in a box. But the levels of health available to your type are what is accessible to you and shows you the Enneagram as a system shows you how you know your patterns have already kind of put you in a box that is your typeness and how to transcend that by um, inviting counterintuitive behaviors, which is what the Enneagram helps us to do. So taking into account this spectrum of health that A type four in their most embodied healthy expression versus a four in their worst, most stressed out and unhealthy expression looks very different, even though their motivation, core desire and avoidance all stay the same. The best part of the Enneagram is that by studying the shape and the framework, you can start to understand how your type heals evolves and embodies that healthier state. So how can this radical self-awareness actually change your life? Well, more compassion, empathy, and understanding in relationships is how I see this tool transforming lives every day. Because now you can understand not only why you do the things that you do and are able to see your blind spots, which helps you be a better partner, friend, parent. But now you can also understand why others act the ways they do and offer them more understanding and compassion and empathy that way. This knowing that it's not personal, that it's just a part of their approach to humanness and it is different than yours. And just that simple understanding of you come at the world, which might, you know, feel the same. You might even, you know, have a friend, you have the same job and you come at the same job in very different um, strategies, right? So I approach the world in a different way and that's okay. Then more than the psychological insights that um, the nine types provide, the Enneagram is really a spiritual and also a somatic tool. And so the earliest origins of the Enneagram framework were are found in Um, Sufi oral traditions thousands of years ago that was really rooted in how do people grow and evolve and transcend their path their their patterns rather Um, what is everyone's spiritual path that not everyone's spiritual path will look the same that not everyone's lessons are the same to learn and so that we must um, honor our individual strengths gifts energies flaws shadows to be able to do our own inner work And when you start to apply these concepts to your daily life and awaken is when you come to a state of embodiment. And embodiment is being your most alive, awake, and authentic self and living in embodiment of the gifts of your type. Embodying the wisdom of the Enneagram can seriously change your life, but don't take my word for it. Uh, Here are some words from the Enneagram Embodiment Project alumni on how applying this wisdom has changed their lives. I found it was helpful to learn both about my type, but also other types because it lets me relate to people. My ability to kind of empathize with other people, kind of understand where people are coming from was definitely improved. Has just made me feel, I think, more in alignment and then more at peace because of that. The most impact on my relationship with my partner, like that has been kind of the most immediate result. It made me just like see it more clearly. I feel a lot more like myself. I don't know how else to describe it. Like I feel like a self that I haven't felt in a long time and I'm connected back with her and it feels good. So the first step to unearthing your inner nature is to know your type first by self-typing. No one else can tell you your type. Um, An Enneagram expert like me might be able to help guide you there, but so can tools like an online test, a book, and other ways that can help you start to narrow down which of the nine types to visit. And then there'll probably be one or two or maybe three types that you recognize, and then you'll go in deeper uh, and Till you really pin down which of the motivations, that driving motivation, which is hard to see because what we are able to see is our behavior, not the motivation underneath it. Once you know your type, then it becomes a lifelong process of learning about your type, applying that wisdom, learning a little bit more about your type, applying that wisdom, and we repeat, 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 repeat. This understanding of why you think, feel, and act the way you do, and the inner motivation of your type can be a really potent tool to support you, especially in times of choice, challenge, or change. If you're feeling the pull to deepen your relationships, including the one with yourself, to support yourself while navigating a season of change, or to embody your potential, you should absolutely join us for round three of the Enneagram Embodiment Project. The waitlist is now open for our spring cycle of this epic 28 day program that applies the wisdom of the Enneagram so you can awaken to your most authentic, aware, and fully alive self. Get on the waitlist today at rochelle-taylor.com slash embodiment. I'll put the link in the show notes as well so that you can get on the waitlist from there. It is going to be so, 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 so juicy and good. I cannot wait um, to hold this container. It's been truly transformative, um, as you've heard from some of our alumni uh, here in this episode today. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you, Curious Human. Um, that's it for today. I'm so excited to be back with the podcast and finish season two off strong. I've got some really special guests lined up and some super exciting life updates. And really, like I said at the start, I'm just so effing grateful for this time and space we get to share here. And thank you for showing up, for tuning in and being open to new ways of being. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, take a minute to give us a five-star review and help us connect with more curious humans. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.